Welcome to Fargo Talks Fargo, an unofficial podcast on the FX television show. Fargo Talks Fargo is hosted by me, Bill Lempe, and my buddy Sharpie. Sponsors for this season of Fargo Talks Fargo are TAG, celebrating Fargo and the Midwest community through t-shirts, art, and graphics. For more information, visit tagfargo.com. And Fargo Brewing Company's Wood Chipper India Pale Ale with its bold hop flavor and velvety body. Grab a pint or visit them online at fargobrewing.com. All right, Sharpie, here we are. Uh, it's the first episode has aired. We've decided that we're going to do some extra shows just yeah. for the hell of it because we want to. Yeah, and we want to get us. some stuff up there right away because people are excited uh, right after the show is there. They don't want to wait a whole no, 24 no. hours. So we people should say people can't wait 24 hours these there, days. There, there, there can be spy, spoil, spoilers. Spoilers in these. Yeah, there could be. But, uh, but you, you know, have hey, to be you're, part you're of the hard a, hardcore when you're yeah. listening to this. You're listening to a podcast about a TV show. So uh, if you don't think you're going to hear something new, it's like, hey, don't read the paper about that kind of shit if you don't want to hear it. So here we are. It's uh, it's a quarter to midnight on Tuesday after yeah. the show aired, and uh, Fargo had a big to do here in town. In Fargo, North Dakota, where we record this show, That's talking right. about Fargo, the FX TV series. Big to do. So Dude. big Fargo premiere in Fargo at the Fargo Theater. Yes. With Fargo wins. You missed it, man. I missed it. I'm in Colorado. Actually, the show hasn't even aired for me yet. The show airs in 11 minutes. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> well, I can tell you what. I, uh, I, I stopped by the Fargo Brewing Tap Room, had a $3 wood chipper. Then I spun on over to the uh, Hotel Donaldson for a little food with John Lamb and Scott Thune from Thune Studios. And uh, yeah, then we were like, well, we, well, you know, we did the whole, well, suppose we should get going over there. You know, there might be a line. So I want to hear, I want to hear about the little, like the pre-show festivities. So you go over to Fargo Brewing Company. Is there like a, there's like a pre-party, right? Nah, they just yeah, they kind of had like a, just a thing. It's wood chipper was three dollar pints, and they were they had the show on in their tap room, and then the Fargo Theater through the CVB had a eight o'clock social hours, nine okay. o'clock the show aired, nine o'clock central the show aired, and then afterwards Tom Musgrave, who plays Bo Monk on the show, uh, who is Lester <laughs> Lester Freeman. Wow, I am crossing <laughs> characters now. Too many wood chippers. Lester, Lester, no, no, not at all. Yeah, Lester right. Nygaard's boss on the TV show was here okay. in town because he is from Valley City, North Dakota, and uh, we're working to get Tom on the podcast. I hope it works out. So we're trying to go fast here, too, because we want to make this quick, but we also want to tell you about the excitement that happened here. I'll tell you what. When we got there, the line out the door was like almost a block long. Really? To get in. And I, so, I mean, we got in line around, I don't know, 7:30. So were people like camping out early? <laughs> I guess somebody had to have because I didn't think we were that early. And when we went in the door, they were clicking people in. Uh, John Lamb and I were number 263 and 264. By the time the TV show started, we're not talking about a big theater here either. Full house, 860 or 70 some people ended up okay. filling that place up. It was a hot, sweaty mess. It was awesome. <laughs> in but, the historic uh, Fargo Theater. So were they serving beer then in the movie theater as well? <laughs> Yes, and so that's what I was <laughs> tweeting was, you come in, you wait super long outside, it's cold as shit here still, because you know, it's April, why the hell not, and then you come back and you walk basically from the very front of the theater to the back, because their lobby is so small, there's an entire line for beer, because, oh uh, you know, gosh. holy shit, you better get a beer. <laughs> yeah, we, <laughs> so, we, just, so, we just went to the brewery, had a bunch of beer, and we're just now in the movie theater Oh my gosh, where's our beer? 
Yeah, more beer. Right more to beer. it. But no, it was it was a great audience. I thought it trended a little younger. Um, it, it was a it was a full house. It was a ton of fun. People were dying laughing at a lot of stuff. I'm not going to point on any specific things because big deal. But the point is, they thought it was funny. So you've seen you have not seen the show. I have seen the show. So we can't really. I don't want to ruin this for Sharpie. No, but, uh, I mean, yeah, don't but, ruin hey, it. I can, no, I can tell you this. I'm going to last watch week's it tonight. Episode, and last tomorrow week's episode we'll with be John Ram, Colin Fargo. A little stabby yeah um he was spot on with a little stabby okay and uh i i'm, I'm not I just the body count man it's gonna be already right off the bat huh <laughs> they are not playing around <laughs> they're just like um i mean is anybody left <laughs> yes surprisingly tom musgrave get killed off the show already no they after all and this- there was the qa with tom afterwards somebody did say hey how long until you're dead you know because because <laughs> Because his, you know, his boss, or he's the boss of a main character who, I don't think enjoys his boss very much, probably. And I was so close to in the Q and A afterwards, just going up and saying, "Um, are you the guy they're shoving in the ice hole?" But I've already put that together. I think I know who that might be in the future. Remember, we talked about the a guy could just like cram down the ice yeah. hole. Yeah, yeah, I think alive. that's going on. I think is it alive? Yeah, he's alive. I'm pretty oh, sure. I think I know who's doing the stuff, but yeah, man, you got to get this show watched. Uh, yeah, these people well, are probably like, why are we about listening seven to this? They didn't talk here. about it yet, but hopefully they watched it and they know what I'm talking about. The but I liked it. So did it? Did the it premiere lot. kick off with anything? Did they have like a? Well, little... everybody saw the first seven minutes. Yeah, you know, or they could have. But it was amazing how many people had some really strong reactions to the very beginning, the first seven minutes. So I think there was a lot of people who didn't catch up on the social media aspect and, and, and see the first seven minutes. So it obviously was dark and stabby, um, <laughs> but the humor was there. It had the sense of a Coen Brothers film or, or was there some? Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and they, you know, they, they, they mentioned town names and just like any good rock concert, somebody's like, holy shit, I'm from Illinois. And then, you know, like, so they mentioned Grand Forks once and there's like a handful of like, Holly! (laughs) And uh, John Lamb made a pretty good point. He's like, oh man, if somebody says Dilworth anytime soon, this place is going to (laughs) erupt. But I don't know. I don't, I, I can't tell you the last time outside of like a major concert of some sort that I've been in the Fargo Theater for like a sold out uh, film or TV event. Obviously, they don't air a lot of TV shows in the Fargo Theater, but no, I think the CVB and the staff there did a did a great job. It's a ton. That's the, cool. The, the lobby's small, so it's always a little little crampy in there. But hey, did they happen to do like a second screen overflow room or anything? You know, I don't know. There was, uh, I think, uh, not like it matters. Grand Budapest Hotel is playing in the other theater. That's connected mm. to the little off Broadway theater. Anyway, uh, this is just killing me that you haven't seen it. I want to just. Uh, the I can tell you that that the discussion we were having about um I keep wanting to call him Lester Freeman Lester Nygaard's character you know that just that scene with his wife at the table where she's just like well maybe if you were a better salesman I'd get you a better tie kind of thing yep man even seeing that for a second time on a huge screen I am like see you next Tuesday lady you know which is like <laughs> wow I'm just like how did you not just like put that spoon like oh. Never mind. <laughs> I was I was watching the Twitter streams uh, from all over, and it sounded like Freeman did like an amazing job. Yes, that's great. It, it's. I think there was a few things in the previews that they 
they kind of nailed the whole, uh, it was pretty heavy, but his accent's not that heavy. But they definitely say heck and oh, cheese and stuff like that. It's great. I, I watched That's the, good. You don't want to go over the top with the accent. We are so, hey, talking about a TV show, not like an hour and a half long movie. If you go over the top with that accent, it's going to be really annoying after about five episodes. I think it's I think it's safe to say it's there in certain characters. Tom Musgrave brought it up too. Um about filming the filming in Calgary and talking to people and you know, he's been here for two days doing interviews about being on the show as Bo Monk and uh he said, you know, people are like, oh, geez, I mean, I don't talk like that. And he's like, mm, yep, actually, actually you do. You do. I mean, like even when I try not to talk like that, we sound that way. So there's varying degrees and it's in, in the show in varying degrees. Did you and, catch uh, a hot dish? A hot did dish? You, did no. you see any hot dish? There was a gal who came during the Q&A and on Jello, like boxes of Jello, she put three recipes on there and they had a hot dish party and she dug through her grandmother's recipe book and found that her grandmother had 40 effing 40 40 recipes recipes. no 40 (laughs) recipes for like jello salad oh (laughs) and one of them was for lemon corned beef jello salad what and she came up and gave three of them to tom musgrave and he was just like oh Lemon corn beef. We Lemon have to get beef. a hold. I, just, I don't know how to recipes. find this gal, but I want to find it, and like we should make it. We should publish those. We should make a new Jello for every guess. episode. So, I like corned beef. I can't say that I've had it with Jello, uh, but I'll I'll give anything a shot. Hey, why not? Why not? Uh, but got- uh, the only other thing I was going to think about talking about real quick is I know we both tuned into the Paley Fest live event um, last Friday, yep. and uh, they had a lot of the cast on there: Keith Carradine, uh, Alice Tolman. Um, now I can't. Now I'm mixing his name up. God, I gotta just make myself some flashcards. Martin Freeman, cards. Billy Martin Bob Thornton, Freeman, Billy Bob Thornton, um, Noah Hawley, and um, Colin Hanks were on there, and it was really great hearing them talk about the characters they're playing, the stuff that went into it. So if you get a chance, you should try to look that up. I don't know if that's still online, but Paley Fest does great stuff. They have interviews with the cast, yeah, Mad Men, and all sorts of shows. I think it is up there. Last I looked, I just I was just so heartbroken for them. <laughs> When Martin Freeman literally had to catch a plane, and in the middle of the stage, he just gets up, walks away, yeah, <laughs> and he's gone in the middle of the panel. And they were and they were like, "Oh my god, bye, Martin!" And then they looked so heartbroken. And then I think Allison Tolman eventually said, "Like, that's the last time we're going to see him. We just wrapped like all the like shooting and the post stuff like this last week, and now he's he's gone." Not he's gone. Not, he's not gonna die. But well, you never know. He now, was the, he I was mean, they the did say that was the last time they were gonna see him. Hopefully, he's going back to work on some more Sherlock. I'm ready for some more of that shit. So, but that. But anyway, that's so that's our show. We're gonna try do something, and obviously, uh, Sharpie will be a little more up to date here, seeing as we'll, we'll work on our watching schedule a little better between our time zones and some stuff. But two minutes. I'm excited. Oh, so we gotta wrap this up so you can get that get that show on the road. Yep, I'm gonna be up late tonight, man. So you you uh, feel free to give me a shout out when you finally see it, cause yeah. Did you happen to ask uh, Tom any questions in the Q and A? I I didn't because you I'm pussy. really hoping that he. <laughs> no, I'm really hoping he's he's. Uh, I think he's gonna do be on the podcast when he gets back to L A. That'd be cool. Gonna, I got a we're list get him of on questions. Mic, we're gonna Skype him in and we're gonna ask him questions. And I just I let I let people do it. And it's a late night. They were they were kind of trying to get people moving. Yeah, and heads up to anybody else in the cast and crew. Uh, just 
Go to FargoTalksFargo.com and contact us if you're willing to be on the show via Skype or what have you. That'd be awesome. Yeah, anything. Or even just do, hey, we'll do do side side shows. Side shows. (laughs) Hell, we are a side side show. Side show Fargo. Yeah, no doubt. So... Maybe that's um, the name of this episode. A sideshow side Fargo. Yeah. Hey Maybe. now. But uh, so that's the deal. We are Fargo Talks Fargo. I'm Bill Lemby. That's my buddy Sharpie on hey the now. other end of this. Uh, and uh, you can keep up with us at FargoTalksFargo.com. Follow us on Twitter at, at FargoTalksFargo or on Facebook. Just look for us at Facebook.com slash FargoTalksFargo. Uh, we look forward to hearing from you. Uh, please reach out to us any of those ways and let us know you want to know. Even if you just have random questions about Fargo or living in the Midwest if you're not somebody listening to the show from here. So, Sharpie, tomorrow, tomorrow night, though, we're going to do a full show rundown. So Full show. Come I'm going to preheat the casserole, the hot dish. Hot dish. In case you didn't some, know what a hot dish was, it's a casserole to the rest of the world. You're going to do maybe a tuna casserole? I've like got a some bumblebee dish. tuna in the cupboard there. It's Oh, gosh. That and some gonna, dill pickles. Uh, you got enough to go. uh, French is like gonna, onions gonna, on top. You're going to do some Velveeta cheese on there. Maybe I got melt, yeah. melt that up and uh, hey, know, maybe maybe no, just put a little Franks in there, you know, spice it up a bit. Try whoa, that Tabasco. I don't you know. know they've got that. that. They've they've got that Chipotle. <laughs> <laughs> they've got that Chipotle Tabasco now too. I saw that the other day when I was at the Cajun Cafe. Yeah, the Chipotle. Ooh, I bet you that's a. I bet you that's a hot <laughs> one. <laughs> no, this is gonna be straight up uh, green beans, uh, French's fried onions. Cream of mushroom and maybe some pearl onions. You're classing that shit way too far up, bro. I like the pearl onions. They're like little treasures in there. Oof. Little so there it is. Balls our of first, juicy onion. Our first little quick, <laughs> quick podcast after the first episode, lacking just slightly because Sharpie has not actually seen the show because time zones suck and and we, we that's a whole rat hole we're not going in. So next week, tomorrow, tomorrow, Sharpie, you tomorrow. and me. And yeah. uh, Greg Carlson coming oh, on the show. Right on. Greg, Greg from Concordia and writes at the High Plains Reader. Longtime film guy in town. It's going to be awesome. Tune in, folks. We'll see you then. All right. We'll see you.